0: I've got the elite full tilt infinity bottle because we could have scored infinity points on <laughs> TCU.
1: <laughs> Welcome to My Got A Podcast. I'm Jim Wood. In this episode, John Powell and I reviewed Georgia's 65-7 to win over TCU to become the first team to ever win back-to-back college football playoff national championships. As always, remember to check out store.mygotapodcast.com to see our latest merch. And you can follow us on social media at My Podcast. Finally, we'd love for you to check out our presenting sponsor, OxiaTime. Time, at oxiatime.com. That's A-X-I-A-T-I-M-E dot Now, let's join the conversation in progress. In true fashion, John, the National Championship game also went just as we predicted.
0: We're 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 nothing if not consistent. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Just just like just like we thought. It was gonna yeah. be
1: over by the second quarter. <laughs> In my wildest dreams, I could not have imagined
0: that happening. I mean, like, come on. <laughs> What's
1: that? Oh I guess,
0: dude. I guess that like I guess I kind of thought that this might happen like that there the, I definitely feel like that there was a world where this could happen where we blew him out, but by yeah. fifty eight points, yeah, not fifty eight points. not not the largest <laughs> margin, the largest margin of of victory in bowl history. that's that's insane. Yes, yes.
1: I think seventeen points was the most points ever in the first quarter of a CFP championship game. And I think 35 was the most first half points in a CFP championship game. Uh, I mean, it was just
0: nuts. <laughs> I mean, we finally had a game. I mean, we finally had a game that everything went right for us. And mm. not only that, but the coaches put on a display and basically emptied the clip on on a team. Yeah, And I feel like that this game, I'm hoping, is like a, a – like a or a benchmark or whatever for the program as a whole to basically just like showcase to the college football world, the full capacity for this team and this coaching staff to completely grind an, an opponent into dust moving forward. This yeah. is what we've wanted. This is what we've wanted Georgia to do all season long. And it felt like that we could do this at multiple points throughout the season, but we felt like that they were holding back. This was a game. This was a game where they didn't hold back, and I feel like that they allowed Stetson to basically just like they they it was like just let that boy cook. And, <sighs> and man, and, did he! <laughs> and man, did he cook!
1: <laughs> Holy cow, the mailman, mailman, the mailman delivered like I mean, frankly, like he always, like he always does. Oh man, well I, I've got I brought with me tonight. Uh, it's just you know willer special reserve i'm drinking out of my you know I've, i keep this in my 2021 national champions uh decanter um so i figured I'd, I'd pour from that tonight i don't know if i have to get a new one or I don't, i'm not sure uh seems maybe excessive but ooh I, I can see i can see what you've got do you want to do you want to tell everyone what you have or should i <laughs> i've got i've got the hold on
0: nice i've got the elite full tilt Infinity bottle because we could have scored infinity points on <laughs> TCU. <laughs> uh, well played, well played. Oh man, uh, what a, what a statement! What a statement for the program. I feel like um, it was. It was. There's 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 good and bad things, right? So like it was the lowest most viewed um, national championship like ever or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um game was over by halftime if you're an advertiser if you're right. an advertiser like it's it's like the worst the worst of the worst <laughs> like nobody's right. watching and that that kind of bared out in some of the some of the data but i i don't care <laughs> oh was, i don't care whatsoever it was amazing <laughs> i got
1: i got a text from a buddy of mine that's you know like he's more like an nfl fan um but he you know he he, he was watching and like reading for me or whatever but he was like that was the most boring natural championship game
0: ever. It was,
1: it was like that was the worst game. I was like, I would argue it was the best game. <laughs>
0: <ever. It's> like, <laughs> on uh, the contrary, on the contrary, it was amazing.
1: Yeah, exactly. I I loved every second of it. Uh, you know, and it was just like like you said. Uh, you had your your callback in the preview, um, to Hug Dog's question from the Peach Bowl, and you had said you would absolutely take a blowout here, and you
0: got it. <laughs> yeah we got it. We got it uh, um, like like I said, I think that uh I think that there was a world that you thought this this might happen that you could see this happening. Yeah. um I think that I think we probably owe the defense an apology um because okay. uh I mean, I don't know how we want to start this, but like just, just gener- <laughs> gener- okay. g- generically generically just like free flow in here. like I should probably apologize to the defense um I should probably. Uh, I think we've we've done this at a a few points in the season, but like you got to apologize to Keely Ringo. Um, Mm -hmm. Feel like that he in the last several games has played just absolutely like lights out. Um, Yeah, couldn't blame him for some of the things that happened in the Ohio State game. Um, He uh, all all phases of the game were just on on full display. It's like you know, it's like it's like. Like TCU was it's like the Rebel Alliance when they showed up to the to the Death Star and they said, That that battle station is fully operational. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Oh
1: man. No, it's a trap. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. They uh all right. I mean, like TCU wasn't ready. Uh they'd had I think I feel like they had no idea what they were in store for. Um, their coaches didn't have them ready. And I think um dykes admitted that after the game um
0: so i think that there are a couple of things that kind of were little breadcrumbs i feel like that were dropped along the way so i think mm -hmm. that uh was it was it graham or was it john in our text thread and i don't know where they got their sources from i don't remember seeing anything about it but tcu only had two days of contact practice i believe yeah i remember seeing that somewhere too yeah and and Georgia basically had con- full contact practice full contact to the point of Gunnar Stockton took his took his shirt off um and said that he wanted to take the hits for the yeah. team so that they were ready for this game. Yeah. Um that to me was was a, a huge sign of like oh <laughs> right right <laughs> not to mention not to mention the pregame stuff which there was apparently a, a radio interview with uh dj shockley before the game um with with kirby smart i don't i haven't heard that audio i haven't seen it but apparently there was an interview that um that kirby had with dj and Mm -hmm. it was apparently some some really good some some really good content and then there were some comments that eric zire made after that interview that apparently were like just as good as what kirby said to holly pre-game when right. holly asked him and i i think i tweeted this out like you know holly basically asked him like, what are, what are you looking for and he, his his response was one word aggression yep. yeah Yep. <laughs> we're going to hunt tonight yeah and i said <laughs> Oh dear Lord, <laughs> what is what is going on? Oh, and man. then and then and then after the game, you had the you had the audio, uh, what I believe is from this game. I mean, it sounded every, it sounded every It's not. Bit like it. oh, it's, it's, it's definitely not this game. No. Okay. Well, but it was still amazing. I, I'd like to pretend that it was, but I would imagine <laughs> I would imagine something very similar. Um, I would imagine something very similar would, would have been said, and if it was anything close to what was said in that. In that speech, um, yeah, we're we're good. To, we were we were good to go. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, well, and see, you know, so I I, I being there, I I didn't know about the, the you know the we're gonna hunt tonight, the aggression thing. Um, I know that's why I was
0: texting you guys. I think I, I think I was like, yeah. oh my gosh, this is what she said. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah,
1: um, but I, on that note, I did just want to say, like, I had it. I had a great trip out there. Uh, Went with my sister. Um, we met up in Long Beach. We both flew into Long Beach. Um, I met actually. I'll I'll say, I do want to say also like, shout out to the TCU fans. Like, they were also, they were very, they were cool people. They were a lot of fun. Um, I met several of them, uh, when I had a layover in the Phoenix airport on my way out there. Very nice. Had a lot of good conversations with them. Um, they seemed like good folks. Um, and they traveled. There was a lot of them. I, we actually had a conversation about that where, uh, one of the guys I was talking to was kind of like, you're the first Georgia guy I've seen. I I think we're going to have more people there than you. And I, I kind of like, I just like politely just said, like I smiled and I just said, we travel. Like I, I didn't want to like laugh at them, but inside I was laughing. And I think I shouldn't have been, um, they were, they were out in force. I mean, in the stadium, they were loud. They're very loud when they scored their touchdown. Um, so tip of the cap to them. And like I said, they were all, they were good folks. Um, and I also, I'd be remiss if I didn't think, uh, thank our buddy, Greg, uh, Greg Fawcett, uh, for throwing an, an amazing tailgate um that we all attended uh he was able to circumvent the no tailgating uh and and had a spot for us it was (laughs) that was much needed uh with all the rain uh because holy cow did it rain and i'm like you know they're in the middle of a drought and so like everything was like flooding um it was kind of nuts out there um but we had all kinds of tents uh set up and everything so uh kind of went off without a hitch to the tailgate it was that was a, a
0: lifesaver it was awesome that is awesome i uh I saw that after after you guys left, like there was actually like some sinkholes that opened up and like some natural disaster, like some pretty, yeah. pretty bad flooding that happened. <laughs> yeah, I've got. I, so I bought the L.A.
1: Times uh, in the airport when I when I flew out um, on Tuesday. And we got, like the front page is all like about like the flooding and everything. So um, also shout out Josh Mooney for dropping the uh, my got a podcast house hat in the Verbo house uh, outside of the stadium. I know at least one listener saw it and ta- ta- tagged us. Uh, saw it in there. So that was pretty cool being able to meet up with, with Josh and, and hand that off and him, him getting uh, a little, my God, a podcast product placement, uh, as folks were walking into the stadium and like my sister and I just happened to cross it. Like I didn't get like an idiot. I didn't like get details from Josh when I saw him, like, where is it going to be? But it was right there. Like, we, we walked right by it. And my sister actually spotted it. It was like, it's the verbal house. And so we went over <laughs> <laughs> Chat with them for it. it was pretty funny. It was pretty awesome. So uh,
0: maybe I maybe maybe I missed this, but like what what, what what did that look like? Like it was just like a house that people could walk through?
1: Yeah, I mean it wasn't like a full-on house. There it was like a, a wall and then some kind of full wall. So it was kind of like a shallow area, but they had like huge TVs up there that had uh like all the pregame stuff was on there so you could watch the pregame. Uh, hang out and get some info from them about Verbo, And it was like a, you know, kind of like a slice of home type thing. So there was one for the TCU folks, one for the Georgia folks. It was pretty cool. Mm, That's awesome. So at any rate, um, we, uh, so yeah, so then we, you know, we, we, we did the tailgate. uh, We got there probably 1130 and then left, you know, I don't know, hour, hour and a half or so before kickoff and um, was with, uh, oh, and Keeling was at tailgate, by the way. one of our fraternity brothers was out there, um, did dinner. We we actually spent the day with him and his brother on Sunday. Um, and then they came to the tailgate, went into the game and, uh, we met up with some old friends, just kind of hanging out, uh, pregame, ran into a bunch of people. It was pretty cool. So then head to our seats, miss Will Kaplan. Unfortunately, we were actually texting during, during the game trying to meet up. But the one thing I'll say, like we had talked about the stadium, right? I'll say the stadium was very, it was cool. I'll say the sight lines were incredible. I would, I think it's a true statement to say um, there's not a bad seat in the house. The only downside is like you know they say like it doesn't rain or you know sunny California and all that kind of stuff. Uh, the roof leaks, <laughs> so like there was a lot of water in that place. Um, I, and then after rewatching the broadcast, I mean, you you could see it on TV even. I mean there was water on the cameras. Um, the concourses were an absolute disaster in the second half. Um, Like they were like flooding. I've seen videos of the people were like slipping down and falling and like being carried out. Uh so that's that's my only complaint about the uh the whole indoor outdoor nature of the of the stadium. That was kind of weird.
0: So that sounds that sounds amazing. Um (laughs) I I don't I don't understand. I don't understand that. Like that just the whole concept of that just seems this is supposed to be like the state a state of the art like facility, right? And yeah, you got leaking coming in from the from the roof
1: yeah i mean some of it some of it was like water coming in like because there's no walls right or over the roof doesn't have walls so like the bowl of the stadium kind of ends up being the walls when you're in the seats um but then when you're out in the concourse walking around uh there's a lot of water (laughs) wow (laughs) yeah it was weird i wasn't expecting that um but i guess i guess it i don't know I, i i think we were in like an abnormal weather situation like what you were talking about right with the sinkholes and like crazy flooding and everything so i guess i can kind of get a pass there but like i don't know maybe you guys should have made it dumb if
0: you (laughs) it's kind of weird yeah maybe 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 don't do that yeah 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 so it seemed cool i I did hear uh so josh our friend josh he works for uh, a company that puts on Events and stuff, so he gets to go. I think like their big event was like the Fiesta Bowl, so he was there for the Vrbo Fiesta Bowl. Yeah. Um He was posting pictures from what appeared to be the media area. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I didn't ask him, but I saw his pictures, um, and he was just. He was he was very colorful about the description of of the stadium and, and the state of it because it looked like that there was just water just, just pouring into that area. Yeah man I mean like when we so because we basically like we
1: tried to move and meet up with, with with Adam actually uh late in the game and like we 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 went down we got in the concourse and it was so wet like we were like I like her, I think my sister actually like stepped in the puddle and like her shoe got really wet, and we were like, "Forget this!" And so we just went back in and just, and so then we watched like the fourth quarter, well, I don't know the rest of the fourth quarter, like from some other random seats with, and so we met other new Georgia fans <laughs> for the, rest of the game. <laughs> So it was pretty funny that's but hilarious was, once again it was like you know everyone's your friend uh in your section and everything like there was there was like a you know i was with my sister and like across the aisle from us there was like a a mother daughter like a, the, the daughter being like an adult woman with her mom who's also so you could just say mother daughter or grandma uh you know grandma and mom uh together and we were like high five them after every score which was a lot of high-fiving um so i don't know man it was a good it was good times it was fun completely different yeah. experience uh from last year
0: <laughs> yeah seriously, <laughs> on, on, seriously. So,
1: on so many levels on so many levels uh, uh, well so, so, sorry so, I, I digress into the uh some of the environment so if we can go back to talking about the actual game
0: yeah no I, I mean i think the environment's fun because like uh you know for many of our, our listeners that may not have been there like myself you know i i had kind of like last minute hopes of, of maybe trying to make the make the trip out there and it just didn't work out Didn't could it could it line up um all the details so I appreciate all of the physical all the physical descriptions so that I can at least live somewhat vicariously through everyone. So I'm sure everyone appreciates that. So like things like the things like the the VRBO houses. Um yeah you know all that kind of stuff is is super cool for for me to at least see because that's that's the kind of stuff you don't you don't get you don't get that full experience when you watch at home. So like I talked to my dad about this because my dad's a big prefer to watch it on tv person it's like yeah but it's, it's, it's great it's great and all but then like you miss you miss some of the nuance
1: <laughs> yeah it it is it, it's funny right because like you miss that but then also like being there this one i, I feel like so like last year i don't know, maybe it's just because it was like last year against Alabama was so tense the whole game they're like you were mm-hmm. always on the edge of your seat like clicking on here like this one it was such a blowout that it was like, I couldn't catch my breath because like we kept scoring. Like, you know, it was just like things were constantly happening. <laughs> it's just like, I was like, Oh my God. I mean, it was like, it was, a you were just like in this like constant state of euphoria, you know, it's just like you're, you're constantly like, Oh, oh we scored. Oh, we got a turnover. I got a high five. Everyone it was like, Oh, we scored again.
0: <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Just
1: like never stopped.
0: I oh, remember man. I w- there was so much stuff happening. Like the text that I was blowing up and Twitter was blowing up. People were seeing things on Twitter um i remember at one point i was like i was responding to something i can't remember what it was but like my wife was like are you watching the game i was like yes <laughs> yes <laughs> I'm, I'm aware oh but, my but i'm also responding to the people because that's like you know that's, if you're not at the game and you're responding to people that are at the game like that's right right it's like you're it's like you're there almost
1: <laughs> oh man
0: oh that's too funny <laughs> what a what a great what a great game from a from a UGA fans perspective. I feel like that um, it was, it also like to a certain extent the the level of blowoutness that it was mm-hmm. made it made it that much sweeter for everyone else afterwards because all you heard was like all the TCU people talking about or all of the. Um, the Michigan fans, like my Michigan buddy like mm. texted me. My Michigan buddy texted me and said, This is a joke. <laughs> we <laughs> we we should have been there.
1: Yeah. Yeah. There's definitely a lot of that. Um there's that, there's the Bama fans, like we should have been in the playoff. Like I, I saw so many, like, you're telling me we couldn't have beat that team. Like, you know, it's like, oh my gosh. Like it's so it's so great. Like I I don't know, like I think um like it doesn't bother me. Like it actually makes me it like more enjoyable
0: to me personally. Uh yeah, I think no, I just think I, I it's totally hilarious. Agree. Yeah. I, I totally yeah. agree. It's like listen, we all knew the rules when we signed up. Everyone lost and we didn't. Yeah, I mean I'll, I'll say the only <laughs> thing the <laughs> right, Yes, these are all these are all true statements. Like
1: I I feel like the, the only thing maybe they could have gone different and this is funny cuz uh, you sent you sent me this order today. Um it was the the BCS rankings or a simulated BCS Right compared to the committee's rankings, and I think they had Ohio. the The BCS would have had Ohio State third and TCU fourth, from what I recall. Like they would have. That's how they would have flipped it. Um, I mean, I think that's about the only thing the committee could have done. And, you know, you, it was kind of like pick your poison. Like, do you want an awesome? Do you, we got two awesome semifinals, and we had a blowout championship? You know, maybe if they had flipped it around and had Michigan and Ohio State play in a semi. Georgia probably still blows out TCU in the semi. Um but then maybe you get that great Georgia-Ohio State in the championship game. Although you know, there's no way to know. Like we don't know. But I think that's the only only tweak that maybe the committee kind of got in their own way by trying to avoid a semifinal rematch is my opinion.
0: But what yeah, I mean to, to a certain extent the college football got what they deserve/needed, I guess. Because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, all the same teams would have been in the in this same situation. Yeah. Just insert different team, different different place. TCU played Michigan, super duper close. Mm-hmm. Um, Michigan on that day happened to play probably. I guess you would probably describe it. And my my buddy would probably describe it as the worst game of the entire season. Right. Um, right. And then you know Ohio State. You know, they played. The, Ohio State was the team that all season long. If you listen to my got a podcast, all season long, like that was yeah. that was a team that I kept saying. Like when we were tracking like the net yards per play, when we were tracking all the statistics, like I was most worried about Ohio State. That bared out. We mm-hmm. still we came to that game. We played our worst game, and we still beat them. And frankly, that happened at multiple points throughout the season where we didn't play quite quite our best, and we still ended up like beating beating teams pretty handedly, Um, I, I, I think that, I think that we, we were the best team in college football all season long period. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Agreed. I I don't think you can dispute that. And I'll say to, uh, one thing I did on my way out, all my flights, I actually like saved all my podcasts, other podcasts I listened to for the flights out. And so I was like, I listened to like all kinds of podcasts on the way out, uh, there. I even listened to a TCU podcast, uh, I listened to the uh, Stats of War, uh, or Stats of War, Stats of War. I listened to his his podcast on the way out there, too, because um, I needed one more. I was out. I'd listened to all my George podcasts. But where I was going with that- <laughs> You was, emptied the clip. I I totally emptied the clip. Hashtag like with o-
0: Omens. It. <laughs> it's right. <laughs> and what I was
1: listening to, uh, w- the first one, obviously, was, you know, shout out uh, to, you know, Dog Central collaborators uh, over at 100 Sanford. So I listened to 100 Sanford. It uh, was the first one I listened to on my way out there. And, and George Foster- uh, you know, I mean, he said he was like, you know, we still have not peaked yet. You know, George, this Georgia team has not peaked. We have not. I feel like we still haven't seen their best game. And when I heard George say that, I was just like, oh, it's like it's on. <laughs> so th- that one made me feel good. And then like the fact that 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 bore out, and and we saw that, and that happened. Uh, and and I think you're right. Like I was, I'm glad. Like you said it very early on in the podcast about the defense, because I was almost worried that. We were gonna I had like actually jotted down a note for myself to make sure make sure we talk about the defense from this game because I feel like it's easy to focus on the offense with sixty-five points and just hone in on that and talk about talk about Stetson, talk about Brock Bowers and how amazing the offense was. But you know, this was like complimentary football to the core. Um, where the defense was also lights out. I mean, basically they gave up one play uh with the busted coverage, you know, and then they they scored two plays later other than that i mean holy cow the, the defense was just lights out uh and it was not only the veterans it was the veterans and the newcomers as well um you know we had true freshmen out there making huge plays having getting huge sacks in the game um you know and, and michael michael williams bear alexander um man the jalen walker sack when they when tcu was going for it on like fourth down late in the game And we blissed Jalen Walker off the edge and he just like obliterated. I don't know, man, like we, we never, we never stopped hunting, right? Whether it was offense or defense. Like the foot was on the gas, the entire game on both sides of the ball. And it was,
0: it was incredible. Yeah. I mean, that that's, that's, you mentioned Jalen Walker. Like that's a, there, there are multiple points in the game where you, you point to the statistics and you're like, Bear Alexander Jalen Walker Mm -hmm. Um, uh, Kamari Lasseter, like Mm -hmm. there, there's a world where the next team that's up is just as good, if not better than this squad. Right. Right. Like people said that, Oh yeah, Georgia's replacing 15 guys from, from the draft or whatever. Well, I hate to tell you this guys, but we're probably going to be replacing just about that many, but we're also going to be replacing, you know, 10 to 12, like, good, good, good athletes to the transfer portal as well. So we're looking at like 20 plus departures this year. Yeah. Um, and then we've got more, we've got more coming in. Like there are guys that are looking at guys that are coming in the transfer portal we're, we've got uh, Ra-Ra Thomas. Um, yeah. A, I'm, I'm drawing a blank on the, Love on the wide receiver. It. Love, it as the receiver. The Love it. Love yeah. it. Yeah. Like we've got, we've got all these other guys that are coming in too. And it's like, just get ready, man. This is this is the golden era and <laughs> Kirby's reloading. <laughs> Kirby is going to reload. Yeah. yeah. In Kirby, in Kirby, we trust. I think the order yeah. of operations from this point forward is I am not going to worry about this team as long as Kirby smart is the head coach and he is living and breathing. And from there, it just like, there, there's some details. Like I could maybe, I'm not going to worry about the offense unless, you know, Monkin and Bobo are not around like then I might worry about it a little bit, but, if, right. if all else if all else fails, revert back to point number one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Seriously. Um,
1: I don't know. So like let's I had a couple of things jotted down about some of like the ridiculousness of, of what we did in this game. Um so from from Josh from Dog Stats, we gained 88% of the total possible yards that we could gain in this game. Uh, so based on our starting field position of e- of each drive, we could have gained 665 yards, and we gained 589. Uh, that is insane. Um, and if you focus that on just the first half, Georgia gained 354 of a possible 360 yards. Uh, that is just insane. Uh, so I don't know, lights out. The entire thing was was lights out. Um, if you, I, I know, I know, Graham uh, was super happy. <laughs> If you've been, if you subscribe to dog central and you've been reading about his, uh, his long Todd, Todd Munkin, uh, long con, uh, theory, I think he's, he's decided that's a law now. Um, but I mean, Munkin was in his bag. Stetson was in his bag. The offensive line was blocking. I guess we could say Stacey Searles was, was in his bag. Maybe, uh, like everything was clicking. Um, and you know, something I, you know, not watching it on TV, I've rewatched it now, but remember how much Herb Street in the Peach Bowl was like, where's Brock Bowers? Where's Brock Bowers? Uh, yeah. Seven targets, seven catches for 152 yards, 58 of those after contact in a touchdown. I mean, <laughs> every time Stetson targeted him, it was a completion. No incompletions to Brock Bowers. Unbelievable. Um, and then add on that, uh, Ladd McConkey, five catches for 88 yards in two touchdowns. How... How beautiful was the touchdown? The first touchdown to lead. Art. It, 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 it was. I mean, he <laughs> was he was so open. And it, that's the kind of thing where, like, you know, in the stadium, I didn't realize why he was so open. But now that I've gone back and watched the TV copy of it, I mean, it, you know, the formation, like, that's something that we didn't see much. We had we had McIntosh and Dejon Edwards both on the field. And, like, Edwards went in motion like a jet sweep. And then McIntosh ran a wheel route. And, you know, the a guy that we talked about um, Tomlinson, uh, well, is it Hodges Tomlinson? Um, he mm-hmm. was the guy in coverage and he had to choose between lad and Macintosh. And he, he kind of hesitated and next, you know, lads wide open and
0: is doing finger
1: guns in the end zone.
0: <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So I think that that's like, like we put them in positions to make poor decisions all yeah. throughout the game. Yeah. Um, we we schemed around a lot of stuff. I mean, that's like one of those. One of the. I feel like that that play was a play that like Mangin must have seen something and yeah, seen his his hesitation because he's a he's a Thorp winner. He was one of the guys that I was most worried about for for Stetson. Yeah. But holy cow, dude! Like, first of all, welcome welcome back, Mr. Bowers. Um, I don't know yeah. if the Ohio State game was just like he was sick. Maybe if he's healthy, like, does that game turn out differently? Because it seemed like he was off in that game. I mean, he was certainly there. And he certainly made his presence known, but he yeah. was nowhere near like the level that we are used to. In this game, we saw the best of everybody. It was a, it was a, it was a trigger tray TT seven. Like <laughs> these white men are dangerous, <laughs> and that's what it was the entire game long.
1: <laughs> and I- these.
0: It was a statement. It was a statement of like just spiking the football. These white men are dangerous game. You look up and down, it's like Jackpot, Stetson <laughs> Bennett, Lad McConkey, <laughs> Brock Bowers. Like uh, these boys dunked on you.
1: <laughs> shout out to Trick or Um the it especially felt good. So it felt good for Bowers because of the, all the questions in the people. It felt great for Ladd, too, with uh, I think this came out after we recorded the preview. There was that article in The Athletic where they were interviewing like anon- anon- anonymously interviewing coaches from other teams. And there was a lot of Ladd McConkey slander um yeah, you know standard. this guy he he can't even fill out his pads like you know I can live getting beat by Bowers but I can't live getting beat by McConkey and whoo I mean he McConkey torched them absolutely towards tor- them
0: towards towards them yeah it was incredible. the catch that the catch that he made like i think it was like one of his first catches in the first quarter i think it was where he like it was a tight throw it was good great coverage and he just jumped and and went after and yeah. went after the ball um right on the sideline i think it was like a little out or something um but yeah like that catch was like okay they came to play <laughs>
1: yeah yeah they did i mean all right so they get the ball they go three and out we go right down and score with the on a Stetson. Hey, this time he kept his own read that he should have on that exactly. Time. And holy cow, exactly. I mean, he just like was just like running free. Uh, so what? He the, juke the they, camera
0: out. Juked the camera out.
1: Oh, I, yeah, yes, yes. We we I, I followed him in the stadium. I I can claim that. uh,
0: Or I was like, he's gone
1: <laughs> right when he came to the line. Um, and then what? We got the fumble in the next drive, right? Which again, man, it, it was. It was just such a good like culmination of all these guys. Like you got Christopher Christopher Smith, you know, who who got he us. Played,
0: he played lights out. Got us started
1: off last year, you know, with the pick six against Clemson. Um, a, a, you know, a, a a program, a career guy that's been here for so long. Um, and and again, you know, he showed off that closing speed on that play too, because that end around looked like it was going to be a good gainer, and he just ran him down, knocked it out. You know, and then you get Javon Bullard falling on
0: that ball. Um, Javon Bullard, another holy cow. Big game. Dude,
1: uh, you know, how about the fact that like he didn't even play in the second half and he was the defensive MVP of the game?
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What happened? Did he like separate his shoulder or something? I something. Can't with, yeah, I don't know
1: what I haven't seen. And it, it may be out there and I just haven't seen it. Um, Something with his shoulder. I don't I don't know what it was. Uh, but yes, someone's shoulder. I mean, no reason to risk anything in the second half of that game, I guess I would say. But mm-hmm. yeah, and then I mean, so then what so that so that got us to 10-0. Then there was the the busted, like their only offensive play, basically to get to 10-7. I will say again, like when they scored that touchdown, their fans got loud. Um they were loud at the beginning of the game, got loud then, and then that was kind of it for them. Um, because then I think what the LAD touchdown, I think was right after that, um, to make it 17. To seven, and I mean at that point, uh, I am trying to think. Have you on the? Um, I mean the the ESPN like odds thing is kind of like a flat line, uh, but like it, I am trying to think of when it plummeted. Just uh, taking a peek, yeah, it was a little bit later. It was after it was when I got to when I got to twenty four to seven. Uh, so eight thirteen left <laughs> in the second quarter is twenty four seven to Georgia, and it was a uh, ESPN had the, was... the, the win probability at ninety four point seven
0: percent. <laughs> that was, uh, was that, was that after, was that after the Kirby Death March in the second quarter? I think
1: it was after that. I think it might have been like when that play, when that drive ended, maybe. Yeah. Um, cause that, cause, that was the
0: 94 yard drive, right? Uh, yes. Uh, it was 11 plays, 92 yards. 92 it yards. Began- it began at the 14 minute mark. And I think I texted you this, like it was 14 minutes in and it was after that score. So 14 minutes left in the second quarter, um, TCU punts and the drive-ins, um, let's see, drive eight eight minutes and 30 seconds. Yeah. Um. Oh, sorry. We, we got it off the punt. It began at the 14-minute mark, ended at the 8-minute and 30-second mark. It was 5 minutes and 43 seconds. 11 plays, 92 yards, and it resulted in a touchdown that put us up, like, basically for good. Um.
1: Yeah, it was over when that happened. And that touchdown... There were,
0: that, there were three such drives mm. that were like that, Um. but that was... I mean, that was the longest drive of the entire game. And we never we never really looked back, but that was the longest drive of the entire game. That was like that's why I was joking. Like, yeah, I don't know that I don't know that we're ever gonna be able to do that again in this game, but that was that was a Kirby death march with fourteen minutes left in the second quarter. Like <laughs> yes. I I, I like that is just like injected into the Kirby smarts veins, like injected into my veins, injected into your veins. Like, yeah. Can I bottle that and sell it? Cause that is just, whew. well, I need, a cold, and- I need a cold shower watching, that, <laughs> watching these stats. Jim.
1: Well, and the way that drive ended, uh, that was the, it was like a, just a quarterback sweep to the left. And we had like multiple guys out there. So Broderick Jones like pulled out to the left, uh, and then Kendall Milton was also out there. They were like his two lead blockers. They couldn't. There was no one to block. Like there was already no one there. He had two blockers. Kendall Milton didn't touch anyone until he was already like five yards deep into the end zone. Then he finally was like, "Oh, there's here's a guy. I guess I can like touch him a little bit." Uh, <laughs> What's up, dude? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was it was unbelievable.
0: Um, but yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. That that was that was it. That was all she wrote from that point forward. Yeah. Um, as if, as if it wasn't any any indication pre, prior to, but um, yeah, dude, I, I, it's, it's just nothing, nothing else you can say about this. It's just you just point to this game, and I'm glad it was a blowout in the national championship because we heard so much hype. I mean, I don't know how many national champions have had to go through that many Heisman candidates. Yes, yeah, seriously. The season. Um, we went through CJ Stroud. We went through the Heisman runner up. Mm-hmm. Um we went through Hendon Hooker, who ended up uh what was he like fifth or he something was fifth. like that? Fifth.
1: Yeah, he finished right behind Stetson. Right yep. behind Stetson, yeah.
0: Um we we played our best games against the best teams and like I just I just can't even like I can't even underscore like what a statement this was for this team. And I have a feeling you're going to see some guys start to commit. You're going to see some guys like that are going to look at this and say, Georgia's setting up quite nicely for any, any, any position that is of need on this team. Um, I have a feeling that they're going to have a lot of a lot of commerce. <laughs> a lot of yeah. commerce for holes that we're going to potentially fill over the next couple of years. Yeah, for sure.
1: Um in that in that first half, there was something that I texted you that I kind of want to walk back a little bit. I, I think I, I missed something in the stadium. Shocking. Um when Duggan threw the first pick, so he was throwing a deep ball to I'm blanking on his name, number one. Their number one he's their number one receiver John, Johnston. Yes, Johnston. Yeah. Um and when and then sweet, so he throws it to him, but it got intercepted by Bullard. And mm-hmm. I texted I texted you and I said, Duggan ain't it, man. One was wide open. That's that's what I text you. What I failed to realize was how under duress Duggan was from Jamon Dumas Johnston, Jamon well, yeah. Dumas Johnson on that play. Um, I mean the pressure, and that's the thing, right? Like the in a I don't know if this is what we talked about, right? Where we were saying like with Stroud, we didn't think he was going to run. And so maybe we didn't have a plan for it, or maybe we had a plan and it wasn't a good plan or whatever, he was just better. But like that we were we were hopeful. That the coaches were going to have a plan for Duggan because we knew he was going to run and we know he's going to move around the pocket. And you know, a lot of the things he had done in the past was like just a like, backpedal, backpedal, then throw, and it would work. And like mm-hmm. we didn't let that happen. You know, I mean, he was under duress all night. He did not have a clean pocket, and that affected him. I mean, like that guy was wide open on that play. I mean, he, he was totally wide open, but the pressure affected him. Throw sailed a little bit. It, it should have been a little bit more to the middle of the field. It wasn't, and I gave time gave Bullard the time, you know, to get in there, and then a heck of an interception. I mean, it was basically like one handed. Um, mm-hmm. So I wanted to, again, like I so I was kind of like knocking on Duggan uh, live watching the game, but I, I feel like we I wasn't giving the credit uh, to our defense of how they affected him. So just wanted to call that out.
0: <clears throat> I would say that um, I would say you're probably not too far off. Based on everything that I've seen, I don't know if you've, I don't know if you've watched the complete game, but like from an early, from an early point, um, I think someone, 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 t- someone tweeted this uh, like in the in the beginning of the game about how dialed in Stetson Bennett's eyes looked in this game. When you're <laughs> watching, when you're watching the game, go back and watch like the beginning of the game. Just look at Stetson's face um when he's executing this offense like the guy just looked completely down and i know we got the, the stats and fade and all that stuff and the st- stats definitely back back that up i'm so glad that he did that one last time um <laughs> yes uh, hopefully he keeps that up when he gets drafted because he's probably going to get a, a call uh to yeah. come to the nfl and uh, you know kirby smart was lobbying him i'm getting a little off track but kirby smart was lobbying that someone give him an opportunity to play And I wouldn't doubt him. Like at this point, like at this point, like we might as well just let this story play out and just let's let's go, go win a Super Bowl, go win a Super Bowl. (laughs) Like, let's just completely just just put an exclamation point on this Disney movie. And unfortunately, we're probably going to have to wait for that to play out to get the full story. And I selfishly, as a Georgia fan, I hope the story kind of ends here. But like for him, like. (laughs) Dude, just go ball out. Like I would hate for this to be like a a, a New England Patriots end, end game, but like, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> Yeah.
1: No, yeah. I mean, I, I feel like he's earned he's earned at least a shot. He's earned at least a shot. And I mean, and that's that's what you need in the NFL. If he gets a shot, um, you never know. Yeah. You, you never know what he could do. I mean, yeah. I'd all right. I guess we can get we can
0: well, so I'm gonna go back. Let me go back to where I was my Okay, point we can talk about sets later because I have a sets in. You know, we have a whole, a whole yeah, maybe we, should, we should, probably, just do, a Steth, we should probably just do a Stetson. We should probably do a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> this is now a Stetson Bennett podcast. <laughs> <laughs> We're in Stetson Bennett stands. Uh, uh, but yeah, but watch. Go back and watch the beginning, and watch like Dugan, uh, Dugan. Sorry, um, he, uh, his eyes, like he just, he just looked. I don't know. He just had this like deer in headlights, like, Oh, look like my normal. It's like, it's like a boxer or someone like that, that like tries to roll back and like throw your hardest punch and someone blocks it. Or, you know, like that, the movie where like someone just grabs that fist, like that's coming right at their face and they grab it. And you, you're looking at them like, Oh, that was my best shot. Or you (laughs) you just, you, you landed a punch on someone's chin and it's like, Oh, this is the best that you got. Like, ha 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 ha. Yeah. Um, so That's weird. what it felt like. That's what it felt like, man. Like, Duggan, he did. He didn't have. He didn't have the. Like, as soon as, as soon as he saw that, like, I feel like that it was over. Like, the game was over. And Are you I think saying the moment was too big? The moment was too big. <laughs> not, I'm not really an athlete. <laughs> <laughs> well, too, too big, and you know, maybe to a certain extent, he did piss down his leg. Um, right, but right. but I I I don't I, I don't know how fair like. It would it, it's kind of unfair, I guess, to a certain extent. Like I mean, their their 1300 yard rusher was out of the game. Uh oh. Well, here we go. No, <laughs> here we go with what, the injuries. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, like he he never was a factor. So like you can't really say, like, oh, if he was, but they had this guy that came in. Um, De Mercado was averaging just as many yards per carry, if not more. Um yeah. than he was. So and he yeah. got shut down. They averaged one point something yard per rush or something like that. 1.3 yards per rushing.
1: Uh can I give you can I give you a, a wild stat?
0: Okay, let's give us give you the wild
1: stat. TCU had 36 net yards rushing. We almost doubled their rushing yards with points. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, 36 net rushing yards they lost more than they gained (laughs) (laughs) oh man five Um, sacks five sacks like that i don't know man well so that
1: was the thing i was going to say with duggan like you know like the first drive three and out i do that was i feel like you know i mean we just came out there and we kind of smothered him um he you know then he looked oh Okay, at one point, right? Like, you know, second drive, is, is someone—it was the fumble in the end around. He can't control that. Then the next drive, he had the long pass. Although we will say that was an underthrow uh, on the busted coverage. Like, it probably should have been a touchdown. And Duggan underthrew the guy, and that allowed Bullard to get back into position to make the tackle, to make enough to run two more plays. Um, and then I think it was whatever the drive was that he threw the pick to Bullard. Like, he was playing okay up until a point. It was when he took that huge sack. Like when we when we got to him that first time and he was kind of like tried to like step up in the pocket and he was like he hit a wall and I mean we we get him mm-hmm. got him like pretty good like I think it was Michael Williams hit him first and then Barrel Alexander came in, in too and uh, I yeah you know, I don't think he was the same after that Mm-mm. sack I think that that changed things um, and that's where that like mm-hmm. getting home you know and getting that sack early like, can make such a big difference and and you know like we we had talked about all year like you know maybe we might have we've got. You know, like, is the secondary as good as last year? Like, maybe not, but pressure could be the great equalizer, and I think it was here. But on top, I, I also think the secondary was pretty dang good in this game. I mean, like, Keely Ringo, you didn't even hear his name, and you know, like, like, you didn't hear, you didn't hear Keely Ringo's name, you didn't hear Malachi Stark's name. Um, you know, like, I mean, they just weren't keeping things I know, up. I mean, it's I think, to a certain,
0: I think to a certain extent, the reason you didn't is because, um, number one, we were getting so much pressure on him. Number two, I feel like Malachi Starks with the first game of the season that first interception that we had at the at the beginning of the season. Yeah. I feel like that was basically like a like a a statement to teams cuz I don't know that he's really been challenged like at all. Like people just it, you know it goes back to that uh um when when UGA has the uh has has the safety or the cornerback that like this is like D-bake, you know the D-bake mm-hmm. argument. Yeah. Like he shuts off an entire side of the field. If you shut off an entire side of the field, access to a passing game like that—that that really eliminates things. And I feel like Malachi Starks kind of became that at, at the at the at the early stage, so he wasn't really challenged much. Yeah, Ring, Ringo. Um, I feel like that to a certain to a certain extent, like Ringo, th- these guys were they, they feasted on on these on these long long broken plays, right? Like yeah. someone taking someone missing or whatever. So like we kept things in front of us. I feel like Ringo being on the boundary, like D- Duggan wasn't really like a boundary passer. He was just like he feasted he, he on on people breaking down, right? Yeah, and it, we just didn't break down. We kept everybody in front of us. You weren't going to get an explosive play on us. You are not going to. I mean, they got one, right? Like you, you maybe get one, and I feel like that. Uh, I think it was was a Tray or someone someone in the text thread was like Fran Brown's going to clean that up, and they're not going to be there. None of that's going to happen again. And yeah. it, and it, they were right. It did right. not happen again. Um, I feel like that that was a an error on. I think it was Bullard that, that mixed that one up. Like when they were trying to do a switch, um, it just they tried to do it too late, um, and, mm-hmm. and it ended up ended up being a big play. But yeah, I, I don't think that I don't think that Duggan is a. I don't think Duggan's it. I I, I don't think you're yeah. wrong in that assessment. I don't think Duggan's it. Yeah. But also. I- it's hard. It's hard to. It's hard to play football when you have elite athletes covering your guys like white on rice. And yeah. oh, and by the way, you also have to deal with like five star athletes trying to tackle you and kill you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I did see. I did see a lot of what we talked about. Like there was a lot of spies happening. Yes, and there was. I, I. I. I actually like was thinking like while we were watching that game like man. This looks like a different game plan than what we deployed against ohio state i do feel like that had this game plan been deployed against ohio state it might have been a little bit different because Mm. that spy i feel like changed a lot like we had yeah we had we had a guy just like hanging out just waiting for him to bust out and he never busted out but even if he did bust out like we were going to catch him and had that been the case for the ohio state game I don't think that game is very, very close. Not to mention the fact that literally everybody had their worst game. Kamari, La- Kamari Lasser looked like a totally different player. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I agree. And he's, and he's another guy that's young. Like he's coming back, you know, like, yeah, <laughs> it's a young,
1: yeah. I mean, it was a, th- th- that's the crazy thing, man, is this was a young, this was a young, this was a young team. This is a young team. I, I, I can't like, I still can't believe, it. I mean, like I, I can believe that's okay. So I, I expected to win this. Like, I expected it to win this game, right? Like, we expected it to be TCU. We predicted Georgia to win every game as we're, you know, approaching every game. So, as it wasn't unexpected at that point. But it's the, you know, 12-year-old me, <laughs> 13-year-old me. Um, and 12-year-old is probably a bad example because we were decent in 1992. You know, 10-year-old me, 20-year-old me. You know, like, when we were in college, like, can you... Like fathom. Like it's hard to fathom that, that we've done this. Uh, that we've done something that literally has never been done before. Uh this is the longest winning streak in the history of Georgia football. It's tied for it at 17 games. First team to ever win back to back national champions, uh championships in the college football playoff era. Um I did go back, John. I listened to uh not the whole thing. I listened to the know, first few minutes of our review from last year because I wanted to see what we said. <laughs> We won you know, the first of our lifetimes or first of mine that I could remember in the, f- the actual first of years. Um, and we talked, we, you and I actually talked about last year uh, something that I had forgotten. So Alabama, uh, every time Alabama had won the CFP, they made it to the championship the following year and lost um, every time. Wait, and I, repeat that, repeat so it. Alabama... Uh, every time Alabama won the college football playoff championship, mm-hmm. they advanced the championship
0: game the following year and lost it every time. Every time, yeah, I yep. did. I did. That was that. So we actually bucked a trend. Exactly. We bucked exactly. a trend. Yeah. Yep. For for any any like defending playoff yep. champion. And
1: so when I when I but when I dropped that stat on you in the last year's review, you said, "Well, hey, here's to Alabama and Bama on that next year." <laughs>
0: So you you were you were Nostradamus. On that I one. was Nostradamus. I should have I should have put my I should have put all my bets down. Um, I wish uh, I wish I had a little bit of more propensity to gamble like some of our degenerates on the Dog Central <laughs> text thread, but um, I, I've yet to I've yet to build up that much courage. <laughs> uh, too funny, too funny. Um, all
1: right, wh- why don't we take a, a quick minute to remind everyone that season three of My Got a Podcast is presented by OxyTime. And as I'm saying this, I, I want to also shout out, uh, to John Canaris. Uh, so John Canaris is the, uh, the founder and owner of oxia time. And I was able to connect with John and, and meet up with John, uh, in person at the game. Um, mm-hmm. so at halftime, uh, we were actually sitting like fairly close to each other. And so we kind of like split the middle and, uh, said, Hey, let's just kinda, you know, like, let, let's meet up halfway. Um, and it's pretty funny because we were, uh, we were we were both like walking around, and I, I was looking for him, um, but I wasn't actually quite yet to the spot I thought I was going to find him at. And I heard him he healed my name. He saw my my got a podcast at and was able to to, to <laughs> see me from afar. So that was pretty cool. So I had a great halftime chat with John. Um, and so a couple of things I, I want to point out: some pretty some pretty cool cool stuff is going on. So first off, if you were at the game, if you've got a program from the game, I want you to open it up and look at look in that program because there's a full oxia time uh advertisement within uh the program from the game. Uh so that's pretty cool. Uh also the honorary captains for both teams uh received an Oxy time watch. Uh so I think it was uh Ladinian
0: Tomlinson. Um
1: mm-hmm. right? Um la,
0: la Damian Tomlinson and Matt Stafford.
1: Yep, and Matt Stafford. So and I know Stafford got, is getting the uh the blackout uh Georgia watch. Um so Good selection. I, exactly, exactly. Very very nice. Um so for, for this year, of course, um,
0: of course, Stafford gets the blackout watch, of course. Right?
1: <laughs> oh,
0: well played. <laughs> well played. <laughs> it's almost, it's almost like the players really like the blackout. Man,
1: man. How about that was, that was, that's omens right there. That was an omen that I, I didn't even think of uh, pregame because we already knew that. So little inside baseball, we had actually already seen, uh, <laughs> uh, the, the, the pre-design, John was uh, kind enough to share us, share it with us of what it would look like if Georgia were to win. Uh, and I, I kept like avoiding saying that because I didn't want that to be bad luck if, by saying it on the show. Um yeah, yeah. So there's so now that Georgia is is national champions again. There are three new Georgia national championship watches that you've got to go check out from Oxia Time. Two of them are available at oxyatime.com. That's A-X-I-A tim Uh, and there's a third watch. Uh, I believe it is that blackout watch, uh, that is available exclusively through the CFP uh through their web- website. So if you go to college uh and go check out their store, uh, you will find the blackout watch there. So thanks to John. Thanks to time, uh for being the presenting sponsor of season three of my got a podcast.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. I'm I'm jealous. I'm very jealous. <laughs> you, guys, you guys should have done like your your watch your i know watch, a I, watch link up picture or something i know we definitely <laughs> should have
1: I, I you know i had mine on uh so that that, that was that's was my bad
0: that's my bad uh
1: we didn't have a whole lot of time um you know it was kind of half time just but got got to meet meet and greet have a nice chat um it was a lot of fun
0: that was pretty cool that's pretty cool that's awesome john's great
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, and you know, John, he, he, was very, he was very helpful, uh, with my mom, uh, <laughs> getting the, the watch for my dad, you know, even my mom got my dad a watch uh, for Christmas and, uh, you know, he, there is a personal touch, uh, with OxyTime. Um, you know, John was very helpful making sure that my mom got the watch on time to give it to my dad. so it was pretty cool. Yeah. All right. Um, so I'm trying to think, Oh, there've been a couple of sorry Carters. And I had something in my head that I forgot to say. Um, uh, so I saw the the Smith brothers at the tailgate, uh, Daniel, uh, and Michael, um, oh, yes. John, John wasn't able to make it, but, um, it was pretty funny because Michael said he wears his sorry Carter t-shirt all the time. I had to pass that along <laughs> to you.
0: I'm not sure if I told you that. So, uh, how many, I wonder how many questions does he get about it? Like, what does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh man. Because I feel like I get a lot of questions when people like when I wear it out and stuff like, <laughs> like, like wait, what is what? this? 'Cause, cause a lot it? of because a lot of folks know that like I have a son named Carter. They're like, What does what does Carter have to do with your podcast? <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome.
1: Um, I guess do you wanna do you wanna have a little actually, okay. So I was just mentioning halftime. So something that did happen at halftime, did you see the Pollock comment that he made like right in front of Saban when he said like Georgia has taken a hold of college football with Saban sitting right next to him. Like the look on Saban's face. Have you seen that? Oh, my gosh.
0: I have seen it. I have seen <laughs> it. And it is it is glorious.
1: <laughs> oh, man. So I said to call that out. Um, I guess we could talk about Stetson for at least a little bit. I've got a couple of things. Um, So let's look at some statistics. In four college football playoff games, Stetson Bennett is 78 of 115 for 1,239 yards, 12 touchdowns, and one interception and four offensive MVPs. Um if you if you add and just say postseason games, um he's been named the offensive MVP of four or sorry of five straight postseason games. So you've got both CFP games last year, the SEC championship this year, and then both CFP games uh this season. It's the 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 the, the mailman has been on just an absolute tear. Um so those those statistics I got from Pat Forty's article, uh, that's in Sports Illustrated. I Highly recommend you read it. Uh, it's an excellent article. Um, this yeah, is it was, from. E- it was good. It was amazing. Um, this one's from ESPN Stats and Info. Uh, Stetson is the third quarterback to rush for multiple tu- multiple touchdowns in a BCS or a college football playoff championship game, joining Vince Young and Craig Krenzel. Uh, so some pretty good pretty good company there. Uh, yeah,
0: he hit the he hit the Patrick Mahomes stat in the first half.
1: <laughs> so, so here's my question to you, John. I can't believe you just said that because the next thing I had <laughs> jotted down was to ask you: Is the Mahomes stat now the Stetson Bennett
0: stat? Oh, that's a good that's a good thing. That's a good point. Uh, I guess I guess as soon as as soon as he hits that stat in the NFL, we can we can change the name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Fair enough.
1: Fair enough. Which, I, what was what was it at two fifty yards passing and a and a rushing touchdown? I think that was that's the stat that's that benchmark, right?
0: Yeah, I think so. Um, although, like, uh, yeah, I, I think I think that's the stat two fifty yards passing and one rushing and at least one rushing touchdown. Okay. okay. Um, I guess I guess that's the the magic the magic pat, pat mahomes stat which. I mean, how funny is that? Like, we've been comparing Stetson to Patrick Mahomes, like literally, literally all season, and everybody's been, everybody's been talking so much trash about Stetson. Like, I, I, I can't, I can't even like talk about like what, what a story, what a story, man. I, I, I texted if there's anybody out there that, that's listening. Like, I want to, I want to talk to Leland. Leland Barrow. Leland Barrow is the guy that he he pointed out in like multiple interviews after the after the game was over or whatever. Mm-hmm. L- Leland is like his handler. Like I yeah. guess that I've seen him a lot like on the stuff, and I'm so glad that he like pointed him out and like like shook his hand, like like pointed him, called him out, like said that Leland is the one that drags him to all these interviews and stuff. Oh, okay. Um yeah. yep. he's yeah. always like right
1: there off his shoulder, right? In post game and everything.
0: Exactly. Yeah, Yeah. I don't. I don't don't want to go so far as to say like he's his personal assistant, but like uh, he's the guy that handed Stetson the cigar after the game. Came running across, and like Mm. like Stetson leaned over and picked up the cigar from from Leland. Like, I don't know. Like, I want to talk to that guy because I bet he's got some great stories about Stetson. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure.
1: I mean, at this point, like, if you're not, I I, if you're still questioning Stetson at this point, like, that's on you.
0: Like, it really is. It really um, is. I, I mean, even even here at this podcast, like we, a few years ago, we were we were questioning like, what what are we doing here? Like, and uh, yeah. you know, when when JT got hurt, and like, it was like, this is this is really the best that we've got. Like, we we were we were on that train, and frankly, like, I I don't feel so bad about it because Monken and Kirby or or right. have been have been on record that they were wrong about him, right. And yep. now y- y- we literally have moved from Dwan Mathis is the starter <laughs> to Kirby smart lobbying for Stetson Bennett to get a shot at an NFL. <laughs> yeah, that's, it's, that's, that's how far it's come. That's, that's literally how far it's come. I mean, I don't know if it's like the full breadth and depth, but like, you remember preseason, like Dwan Mathis, like, he was like, yeah, he's, he's, he's going to be the guy and like, Oh, nope. Dude, we were excited about
1: Duan Mathis in our first ever episode of My Got a Podcast for the Arkansas preview, where I was. So it's, uh, I mean, it. We went were, st- I, w- st- I would
0: say, I would say we were hopeful. That's fair. <laughs> that's,
1: <laughs> that's,
0: <laughs> that's okay.
1: Much better said. <laughs> um, I I will say like, but when 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 st- when all right when Mathis got pulled in that game. Uh, we've gone off, off the rails but that's okay we're we two time well. national this we're is... national champions we can do whatever the hell we want uh, <laughs> hell sorry we want. um i remember when mathis got pulled i got a, a one word text from my dad stetson exclamation mm. point like mm. that was it and then I, my reply was like the mailman question mark <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, I was, I was shocked. I feel like you weren't as shocked as I was when that happened from what I recall. But um, I don't know, to go from there to here where, you know, today uh, Stetson filmed a new Raising Cane's uh, commercial uh, shout out Will Kaplan and Bridge Bulldog, uh, you know, like the, the fact that we've come from there to here uh, I mean, what a, what a story. And I just hope, you know, the, the Stetson hate, it certainly was not gone before the national championship game. I listened to um on 960 the ref on the morning show with Logan and Dave, they have Mike Griffith on every Monday morning. Mm. And I listened to Mike Griffith on the day of the national championship game, before the game, uh he was still talking about Stetson, like uh basically like that it was Stetson's fault that we quote unquote almost lost Ohio State. Um and that you know, the only uh, the way for the path to to lose to TCU was for Stetson to keep throwing interceptions. And, you know, he's a you know, he's this old. He should know better to do these things he's doing against Ohio State. And so uh, listening to that and then seeing Stetson do what he did, uh, just had a pretty good feeling. So I'm I'm uh, I'm quite interested. I'm going to listen to him one more time and, and see what he says. Uh, you know, yeah, he made a comment at one point about like, imagine if Georgia had CJ Stroud, what George would be like. I don't know, you can't do any better than winning two national championships back to back. It's like, what the heck, man? Like, uh, I don't know. I mean, it, it, which which brings me to the whole like, kind of what, what JT, uh, the dog father had asked us last week, like, was in the greatest bulldog of all time? Um, I mean, he's in the pantheon, I mean, he's up there. He's, I on think the, he's on the he's Herschel. He's, on, I mean, he's you know.
0: on the mountain. He's on yeah. the Mount Rushmore Mountain at this point. Um, I would say I would say yeah. Like period, period end of story. I would say yeah.
1: I mean, we don't have anyone who's ever won more than one half championship at Georgia, not a single player. And not not that he's the only player, but he was the quarterback of both teams. And yeah. he came and he came through in the clutch. We needed him the most in the fourth quarter of the All- two most difficult games of that tenure against That's Alabama a- and the Championship game last year and Ohio
0: state in the peach bowl this year. I'll tell you, I'll tell you this much. Like there's several, several factors that are going to come into this, but like you, if you don't like the Stetson Bennett love or, you know, never liked Stetson Bennett, you better get used to it because (laughs) that's, that's, that's a marketing, that's a marketing story that people can get behind. It's a marketing story that the coaching staff is for sure going to be leveraging and using. Um, It is, it's a great story. the other thing is, is that um, I feel like it's the best story that we have right now, um, and it's going to be something that you're going to hear more and more. Um, Herschel Walker, I feel like, for better, better or worse, has become a more of a polarizing subject. Yep. As yep. of late. Yep. Um, maybe that will change later, but at this point, like to to quote Jamari Sawyer, "1980, who?"
1: <laughs> yes. Yes. and
0: honestly, like I feel like that Buck Baloo is probably going to be the big loser here because people have talked about yeah. Buck like he was, and people have talked about Buck for forever, and now it's going to be like, wait, Buck who? Right, <laughs> Buck Ba, Buck Ba, Buck, Buck, Buck who? <laughs> <laughs> um, Yeah, man, like uh, he's 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 cast he's cast quite a shadow over all of the former alumni. I mean, Stafford was coming up to him after the game, you know, and it was like, people were talking about the goats and I'm like, uh eh, I feel like Stetson's a bigger goat than the Stafford guys.
1: <laughs> so, oh man. Absolutely. I mean, you know, that's where you know, people will come in with like the talent thing or whatever, but I mean, Stafford's college resume has got nothing on, on
0: Stetson. It'll probably, I, mean, I think it'll probably set in for people when, when that movie drops and, and UGA has its own Rudy moment. um, Stetson is definitely better than Rudy. I think we can well, well, I mean, I, I was just about to say, I was just about to say that the the beauty of the of this what this movie is ultimately going to be and I really hope that someone somewhere and if if Disney doesn't make it then someone out there in, in UGA world will. I mean, Josh has got connections, right? I was just I gonna say Stets. we know
1: we we at least know
0: <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> uh, I mean, they're going to make this movie at some point because it's just so intoxicating. Um it's it's literally like the American dream, right? Yeah. Um. So at some point, someone's going to make that movie. And it's going to be fantastic. So th- there's there's a couple of sports movies out there. Like you got the Rudy, and you got the guy from Clemson. That mm-hmm. story didn't that story didn't end with the national championship. I don't believe. Um. Or it certainly didn't end with back-to-back right. national championships, from what I recall. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely not. So there's it's a much more compelling story, is what I'm saying, and and UGA is going to have that out there. Like you yeah. got. Uh, Syracuse with the Express. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let's see what else. What are, what are some of the other <laughs> like? What, like, can you think of any other like football movies? That- College football movies? Yeah, no. I you get well. Um, <laughs> I mean, I guess I, I, to a certain I, extent, like it'll it'll be like a a real life version of the program that's not <laughs> <even> dysfunctional. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice, nice. <laughs>
1: oh man, yeah. No, I agree. Yeah. So I don't know if if you're not if you can't appreciate what he did uh now i can't i can't help you i've got no, i'm i'm kind of flabbergasted if that's the case for anyone so um right cool well i would probably i'm sure, i'm sure we'll have plenty of offseason talk about about Stetson as well um i don't know if you've seen we do have updates on coaches over unders uh let me let me let me run through those quick and, I, and i've got a, a, a Pete, something that that coach pointed out to me in a text that i want to bring up to you um so Uh-oh. in this game we, John, much like how the Georgia Bulldogs peaked and had their best game, we both had our best coaches over unders. Nice. <laughs> you went seven and one, and I went eight and zero. Oh. Ooh. <laughs> so you know, as much as like we were laughing at each other and making fun of each other about like fading or not fading and copying each other, uh, we were just going with our feelings, and our feelings were correct. So. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so so you you hold the lead 78 and 42. Uh, I still trail you 74 and 46 on the season. What coach pointed out was that he actually sent us uh, season over-unders for the season preview. And that, like, those couldn't be tallied until the season was over. Oh. <laughs> uh... <laughs> technically <laughs> I, I and i had totally forgotten about that he was like he's like i gotta uh we still gotta add the season ones. i was like uh-oh i was like i don't know how john's gonna feel about this he's gonna
0: be like i thought i won <laughs> shenanigans <laughs> exactly. we, we, we've we've been tracking this all season long now you throw in the end <laughs> <laughs> oh man so we'll, we'll we'll see what comes back from that
1: we'll see what comes back from that uh i nice. thought that was hilarious so shout out to coach Joe bill coach thank you uh well, as, what, I as hear
0: you, what I hear you saying is is that I take the regular season. Oh, <laughs> I, I, I won the SEC championship. <laughs> That's perfect. Perfect. I think that sounds right. That sounds right.
1: Oh man. Oh, um, I don't know. I'm just like, on, I'm still, I'm still on cloud nine. Like, like I said, I can, I can, I can believe it from this season, but, um, it's, as the, like it, on the whole, like the, the complete, of being, of winning back-to-back and it not having, happen- I mean, it's been a long time since that's happened. What, 11 and 12 I think, right, was uh, Bama went back-to-back, 11 and 12 was the last time and that was pre-CFP. It just yeah. doesn't happen. This this doesn't happen a lot. So. Yeah,
0: and we had a shot to, we had a shot to, it came down to one play. Like, it, it's kind of funny, like, the, you know, we Alabama bama it or whatever, like when they got their when they got their uh second championship there in twenty twelve, you know, it came down to the last play in the SEC championship to put them in the national championship game. And they yeah. blew out we all knew that whoever was going to get there. I mean, there was a meme out there, like it was like a, le- a tiny little little insignificant leprechaun and two like huge <laughs> juggernauts that were boxing and like, the 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 line underneath it was like one of us will be with you in a second.
1: <laughs> yeah, I do remember that.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah. like that that has very much 2012 2012 vibes uh on yeah, how I mean, we that's right. we have now overtaken Alabama in that conversation. And someone's talking about it and I, there was a stat that was out there about like how Alabama compares to UGA or whatever over the last like several years. And it's like, I, I looked at it and it was like the, the one, the one bit difference is like the, all the national championships, all the first round draft picks and all these, all these kinds of things about how Alabama is such a bigger, a bigger team than Georgia or whatever. And it's like, well, what if you removed all the years that Kirby smart was there? Mm. Like, what does that look like now? Cause we're right. We're six, seven years deep into this into this conversation with Kirby Kirby Smart at UGA. So, like, what? Like, at some point, at some point, that narrative is going to have to shift because I don't believe that Saban has has done as much without Kirby Smart than when he did with Kirby Smart. Mm. And that dichotomy, I'm hoping that the narrative starts to shift from the Rick comparisons, which like hit me hit me next year with the Rick comparisons, guys. Um, I, I hope that the conversation shifts from the Rick comparisons to like, well, wait, is, is Saban as, as good as we think he is, or was he as good because he had this guy? <laughs> mm, man, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. It's kind of like it's kind of like the Bill Belichick. Like when, mm. when Tom Brady left, when Tom Brady left, it was like, Well, yeah, can can Bill Belichick repeat it with without Tom Brady? And the answer so far has been no. Right right true, true um on both accounts.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, no for sure um I wanted to call out a couple of Kirby things that that happened in this game that I feel like uh you know he's usually most of them or two of these three things happened only because of the blowout. Um, the fact that he like had the presence of mind to sit there and call a timeout and have curtain calls for multiple players um is not a very Kirby thing. You know, as someone yeah. who's always like so hyper focused on on winning um yeah. and, and I think that shows uh what those players mean to him uh that's a lot like that's a big deal for him to have done that um this the, the Stetson one actually kind of led into the uh, light up SoFi, by the way which I'm not sure if that um or at least that's how I remember it because <laughs> I um because the way it played out like when it went to the fourth quarter uh everyone had their phones lit up and you can and like they they did the, the Redcoats couldn't play Krypton fanfare because there was like something going on in the stadium. Like there was an ad or I don't know what it was. Maybe that's, it wasn't ad. it could have been like a charity thing for all And I'm being a bad person, but something was happening and we weren't able to do it as the fourth quarter started.
0: Now it was like a minute and a half later that it happened. So that actually tracks I I, I actually thought, of, I actually thought that that was strange. So yeah. I, it, it, I didn't watch, I didn't watch the hometown feed for mm. for the game i watched the normal feed but i in my reviews and all of like the trying to like do the background like hey let's re-watch this i did the hometown the hometown call for with scott howard because that number one i wanted to hear all the all the calls and all that kind of stuff right um i noticed that in the fourth quarter i was like wait they're doing they're doing light up light up the stadium like not in the not when the fourth quarter starts and right. i remember seeing the players. Like when the fourth quarter rolled around, Kirby Smart put up he put up fours, mm-hmm. um, because you know the camera had, had had Kirby on on the view or whatever, and I was like, I don't hear I don't hear the sound I don't hear the yeah and then later on later on the players started holding up fours yeah. And so that I guess that makes sense because I thought that that was weird yeah uh, the...
1: it was funny because Chris Fowler actually like kind of misinterpreted it a little bit and he was like. Uh... Because I've rewatched, I, I I actually haven't fully watched the hometown. I've I watched the ESPN copy first, and Chris Fowler made a comment about that that the fans were like bowing with their lights on their phone for Stetson, and I was like wow, <laughs> like Come not exactly right, cri- but like it was close enough. That's fine. that's fine. You know, I'm I'm not gonna hold to, but like but yeah, so that's how that happened. And then um yeah who so who it was it was what it was who was Jalen Carter, uh, Robert Beal, Keely. Uh, Keeringo Ringo and, and Christopher Smith, right? I think those four came off and got a curtain call. Um so I don't know that was that was really cool. That was really cool. Um and the other thing is I wanted to call out cuz you know something that I I'd always kind of was kind of bummed about last year uh Kirby never got a, I'm gonna say power raid. Kirby never got a power raid bath last year. Um, because if you if you remember, I think it was Cook and, and Zeus were trying to give him one in the orange bowl, and he like waved him off and was like, No, like we got another game. <laughs> Get that thing yeah, away from yeah, me. Yeah. Right. And then yeah. like with the way the national championship game ended, like they just they didn't do it, you know? Um they side swiped so, him. Yeah. So they got one. Well, yeah. But so they they got him this time. I mean, they yeah, they kind of got his his shoulder, I guess. But but at least he got one. Uh, Yeah. They didn't.
0: They didn't get him good. Let's just say that. (laughs) Yeah, he got away from a little bit. So let's 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 add to the let's add to the preparation the Gatorade bath practice. I I imagine (laughs) had they had they practiced it, it it would have been it would have been executed flawlessly. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Um, Uh, Yeah. We'll we'll have to put that one on on the team on that one. I will say like to your, to your point, like about the uncharacteristically Kirby smart or whatever. So I I don't know if this has been like an evolution of this season, but like, and maybe it's just a, maybe, maybe it's it's just a byproduct of having the hometown feed that I've watched Mm -hmm. multiple times. So like, I haven't finished, I haven't finished the whole like, you know, celebration and all that kind of stuff on the hometown feed, but like, I've, I've watched pretty much the whole game. Um, on the hometown feed, which was really funny. I don't know if you've seen it, but like the hometown feed that ESPN had when it first started, I saw a little bit of chatter about this on, on Twitter, like about how Muschamp was getting like a lot of, a lot of game, a lot of, a lot of video time. I thought Mm -hmm. it was towards the end of the game, but apparently at the very beginning, like Muschamp was like, (laughs) the camera was zoned in on Muschamp (laughs) for, for an un. An uncomfortable amount of time, like guys, like this is not Kirby Smart. This is Smart. Like why? Why do we think that this is Kirby Smart? <laughs> like doesn't look anything like Kirby. I don't <laughs> know what? what happened, but yeah, like they were zoned in on on Must Champ, which was funny because you get to see like everything. I I'm curious, like how many steps Kirby Smart has in in these games? Because yeah. Dude, he was constantly moving like just constantly moving walking around walking like I saw him like he was walking back into the to the to the benches like he was he was always constantly walking around he was always coaching he was always involved and it was fun to watch him kind of do that thing like zeroed in yeah. Um, but what I will say is that there were not a whole lot of like curge- well, I mean, I guess <laughs> when you, when you're beating a team 65 to seven, there's probably not a whole lot of reason to, although <laughs> it is kind of funny. There were not a whole lot of Kirby rage strokes. And I feel yeah. like we've, we've, we've reduced the number of Kirby rage strokes as his tenure has gone on. So maybe right. we should all like take those rage strokes, like, like just soak them up because it feels like they're not going, they're, they're going yeah. away. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Seriously. But he did um, have a he did have a rage stroke in the fourth like in the third or fourth quarter. Like I remember, I remember thinking, I think I texted you. I, maybe, you did. I've, got, I texted you. I've
1: got the timestamp. You sent me the timestamp. I got to go look it up. It's on oh, yeah, that's was, on my was, list. That's on my list.
0: I was sending you timestamps. I was sending you timestamps for the gifts. That's right. That's um, right. I don't I don't remember what the timestamp was, but it was it was late in the game and we were way up and that's like Kirby rage stroke. <laughs> <laughs> I was there he is you can't you can, uh, right. you can take you can take the the rage stroke out of kirby but you can't take the kirby out of the rage stroke or whatever
1: uh i was gonna say when you're saying like how many steps does he get i, I feel like he's channeling uh his inner vince Dooley with that because that's how Dooley was Dooley was always walking around the sideline and you know like uh you know kind of kicking his leg out and all that kind of stuff which which on that i did want to say uh you know our fraternity brother david he listens he had sent this to a he said this to us a while ago. This is one of those other things that I kind of filed away because I don't want to say because I'm like I I like to pretend like I'm not superstitious, but I am. Um, I'm not not superstitious, but just a little uh So he he had come up with a name for this back to backs should they happen. And so now that they now that we have done back to back, he 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 wanted to call it the the Dually Double. Uh, Ooh, I like so that. One for Vince Dooley to enjoy in the twilight of his life, and then one in his honor, one in his honor. Mm, so yes. i love
0: print the t shirts, stairs
1: right yeah <laughs> that's right so i love that i love that thanks david for sending that in that was a that was a good one so he, he even said we could take credit for that but i'm not going to take credit for that That's that was all david so that's, too that's pretty
0: cool that's, that's too good uh,
1: um, and i almost lost it saying that i thought i could make it through this one without getting emotional and i got a little emotional there sorry <laughs> I,
0: didn't, I couldn't tell <laughs> Um, uh, I'm glad, I'm glad you, you, you reminded me of, of the Dooley, the Dooley side of this. Um, the university put out a video today and, and we kept a give we have a give for it, which we'll probably bust out for this episode. Yeah. Um, but there was a, a, a corollary of, of mm. connect, connect, I, I, to, I'll, I'll quote Kirby. There was a connection <laughs> Well done, with, John. <laughs> with, with, with the Dooley story and the Kirby Smart story. Um, The university put out a video today that had like clips of Dooley doing basically the exact same things that Kirby Smart does. And I thought that it was just so perfect because Kirby's always jumping. Like, I don't know what, he's he's a spry, he's a spry guy.
1: (laughs) Hey man, he was, you know, I mean, he was, you know, he was all SEC, man.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Um, But anyway, there, there was, there was a video clip of, that we we have a gif of, of this with just uh just duly jumping but then they they bookended it with uh Kirby Smart doing the exact same thing in the national championship game and I just thought that that was just chef's yeah. kiss.
1: It, it it was that was amazing. And then the fact that I'll tell you when I did get emotional. I mean the night before the game I had we had been out and about all day on uh on Sunday um my sister and I w- with Adam and his brother and met up with some other friends uh the Greasons for dinner. So we were all over like Venice beach and all this stuff doing all of this. And multiple people had sent me like the, Hey, you know, like this is the, the hype video on Sunday. And we were, we were all out doing things. And so we, I, had, I wanted to like have time to sit down and watch it. And so like Sunday night, we're back at the hotel. My sister and I were, were about were about to go to bed and I was like, Oh shoot. I never watched the hype video. So I got it out and we sat there and watched it. And like right at the beginning when it was like, you realize it's narrated by Vince Dooley. I was like, like, I started crying. <laughs>
0: Yeah, dude, I, I, like,
1: I, I lost it, man. That that was uh, well done by whoever puts those videos together. It was uh, it was incredible the way they they spliced together all of his various uh, speeches to do that. It
0: was it was incredible. I think um, isn't it like a sneak or something like that? <laughs> I,
1: I, I'm I'm sure uh, Mitchell is is loves the fact that you credited him for that, but I don't think so. Oh, okay. <laughs> i don't know who does uh, the, it now I, the, the person I like who used to do it uh is gone um oh, okay. I, I think I, yeah I, I think it it changed folks i think it i think the guy uh left but i could be wrong
0: i i shouldn't know that i, I i'm pretty sure we follow or at least i follow the the, the video production folks because i li- I like to try to get i like to try to get the inside the inside source on on that one yeah
1: yeah uh I want to make, mention a couple of things that happened after the game really quick. And then we can talk about whatever you want uh, before we wrap. But um,
0: so Man, you had I, mentioned. This could be the longest episode ever. Could cause be. I could, I could keep talking cause I've got a couple of other things. I want to talk. about.
1: Oh, okay. I'll do <laughs> mine. I'll do mine really quick. You had All asked right. me to get you some confetti and I did get you some, but my sister and I basically got like lost in the stadium, trying to get down to the lower <laughs> level. <laughs> trying to get Cause I wanted to get like a lot again, this one, like I was, I feel like I was better prepared. Cause like last year, Uh, I tried to do that and I was like stuff in my pocket. I actually brought like the dry cleaning bag, um, from the hotel so I could stuff it and fill it up with, (laughs) with confetti, but I couldn't get down low enough. So I got enough for us to have some. Um, but while we were doing that, I I ran into Mac. I, I can't remember if I told you this or not. Um, no, who's some people know him as the guy doing the like kind of sideways fist pump in the Kentucky game last year, and it's a and there was like a gif of it. It was a pretty famous like as we were going to commercial break. Uh, that's a friend of mine. Um, we 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 went to Notre Dame game together, etc. So ran into him, like totally randomly, and we we're like ah and started hugging. So that was cool. Um. But then I will say it was a bit of a nightmare getting out of the stadium after that. Um, we we all, we kind of gave up on the confetti and, and left. We ended up walking back by the tailgate. Um, and like, we actually ended up running into, uh, Bobby was there. Uh, B. Dizzle was there and Pup Dog. They're all there post game. Um, and Greg was there. Uh, and that was when I ran into Marler. So I did want to shout out. So I got to meet Chris Marler, uh, Vern Funquist in person. He's actually quite nice. I, I probably talked to Chris for probably like a half hour or so. Cause we both ended up, we were like, we, we, my sister and I were trying to get an Uber. And so we ended up, we we're like, let's just get further away from the stadium because it was so crazy. And Chris was trying to get away from the stadium too. So we ended up walking together uh, for who knows how long. Uh, we had a we had a good time. So that was a lot of fun. Um, and then I smoked my my victory cigar was, and I think you had one of these, but you may have already smoked it. In the in the opening game against Oregon, Bobby Wilson brought some Buffalo Trace cigars and, and he was handing out to a few of us. And I had one. I held on to that puppy all season long. And that was my uh, that was my national championship victory cigar. So shout out to Bobby for providing me with That's that. That's awesome.
0: Yeah, I actually held on to mine as well. Um, I smoked it uh, after the. I smoked it as a um, a part of celebrating the SEC uh, on our last episode. I talked about it. Like I went and and hung out with uh, my neighbor, and that was that was like what we were going to do with it. So we we smoked him after the SEC championship game. But I did smoke um uh, i did smoke a cigar that i got for christmas from my brother-in-law uh shout out to austin um he works for a company called j.e dunn in um in atlanta he's a construction company and i guess that for their christmas party they had hand-rolled cigars that were made and so he gave me uh, a hand-rolled cigar from the christmas party that they had which is Interesting on um, a couple of levels. Number one, it was a fantastic cigar. It's probably one of the best cigars I've, I've, I mean, I'm not a, I'm not a smoker like aficionado. Uh, I basically just listen to what John and, and Bobby tell me to smoke and my buddy Carlos. Mm-hmm. Um, but this was, this was great. Um, the other thing, the added bonus of it is, is that there's a ton of Auburn people the are a part of Jayden, so I was like <laughs> celebrating, celebrating, just lighting Auburn folks on fire, basically.
1: <laughs> nice, nice.
0: Well, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, that, that that's i i remember i was smoking i was i called you we 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 facetimed um (laughs) that also happened uh, while
1: i was in the bells the stadium trying to find where i was going
0: yes yes and i think that uh i wasn't able to reconnect after that but uh, i will say that um shout out to british bulldog who was quite a trooper i don't know if i told you this or not but um after i couldn't get in touch with you and a, a British Bulldog and I had talked about like we were going to do like a pregame, and he had some mm. unfortunate events like pregame, so like we weren't able to do a little pregame kind of conversation because I had asked him like, "Hey, who are you going to watch the game with?" And he was like, "I'm going right. to watching it al- alone." And I was like, "Well, that's that's bullshit. Like, we're going to sorry." Carl. <laughs> I was like, "Well, we're going to we're going to do that," and he had some unfortunate events happen. I uh, will go into, but um, but then afterwards, I like. I called him and I wanted to make sure that he had someone to talk to because I know exactly how he was feeling. Cause I wanted right. to have someone to talk to as well. <laughs> um, nice. So, uh, but yeah, so I, I ended up talking with Chris for, for quite a long time. I mean, it was like, it was like four or five in the morning or something like that, where he was. And oh, so no, yeah, seriously. Like, talk about a trooper. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Oh, that's but, cool. Yeah, we had we had a we had a, good, a good chat. He he had cheeseburgers. We also had cheeseburgers at the Pala <laughs> household. Um <laughs> much m- much uh much ado about that one <laughs> on, the, um, on the Twitters after our last episode. Yes. So yeah, we had, oh, we had cheeseburgers awesome. and we, we talked about the cheeseburgers and it was it was a it was a fun time.
1: And you and you said a fireworks.
0: I don't know because I had no oh, and, and, I know uh, I have yes. a video of that. We did. We went and set off fireworks. I used the cigar to light the fireworks.
1: Um, <laughs> okay, I d- I missed that part when I when I watched the video. That, I I did not put two and two together. That that's funny. That's
0: why it took so long. <laughs>
1: well, I was I was kind of wondering.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. You're, you're like, why aren't you using the blowtorch? that's literally sitting right there. And I'm like, well, because I wanted to light it with the the victory cigar. Oh, that's funny. Uh, and my wife was also like upset about that because it, it took so long to light them. There, there, was a gap in in the explosions, and she was like, "The gap is what woke me up." Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Lindsay. <laughs> sorry, sorry, Lindsay. Exactly. Uh, yeah, we we let out, we we set off the fireworks. Everybody tried to stay up. Um, Carter and I were were having a good old time. Every everybody passed out. Uh, I could probably post some pictures of that, but um, everybody passed out, which was <laughs> just how that game went. But after. And when the game was almost over, I was like, it's like, hey, are we gonna go set out fireworks? And they're like, Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So we just we rekindled. So now it's a Powell, it's a PAL tradition that we shoot out fireworks after we win national championships.
1: Man, man. That's awesome. I love it. I love it. Uh, a couple other things, a couple other yeah.
0: Powell traditions. Um, so like before the game we had like I said, we cook cheeseburgers. We got mm-hmm. a, a, a lovely serving tray from uh from Austin's family uh, for Christmas that we u- utilized. Um Austin FYI, I'm gonna have to get a um a new a new pan to have the, <laughs> the, the new championship year put on it. So I'm this this is this is garbage mm. now. <laughs> yeah <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Um, but we, my wife like went around and asked like all the kids, like, Hey, what do you think the, who do you think is going to win? Like, what what do you think the score is going to be? Like that kind of thing, just to make it a little fun for the kids. And then we were going to give whoever won like a, a Starbucks gift card. So it was like a little bit of gambling involved too. So whatever. Nice. Um, before the game, like I basically tried to give like my my estimate from from the from the episode because I was trying to be conservative. Well, not mm. not that I was trying to be conservative. I was trying to be realistic, right? Right, right. As the scores go around, I can't remember what Carter said. I, I, it 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 doesn't matter. Like the biggest the biggest one that was the funniest one was my youngest my youngest child probably threw out the the biggest omen of the entire evening. She, When, when we asked my five year old Camden, Hey, what do you think the score is going to be? She said a hundred to nothing. Georgia's going to win a hundred to nothing. And sure, if that wasn't the closest. (laughs) Although, although Lindsay was pretty close too. I think that technically Lindsay won because she was she was not like over like I was gonna you say are you, were you doing prices right rules? Yeah, it was prices right rules. At okay. least she okay. she was interpreting it that way. <laughs> right, 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 right. Uh but yeah, I, I think Lindsay was actually close. I think she's I think she had like um like forty something to thirteen or fourteen or something like that. So anyway. Nice.
1: Yeah, I, I know thought, there was a there was there was bean dip at the Wood household back here. I know uh, actually. So Ella made bean dip. Uh, mm. Although I, I, I'm told Lily Lily helped a bit with like opening things. There's there's is a, a joke when we got back, but because <laughs> um, Kim was like Ella, tell Dad who made the bean dip. Uh, which now I I, <laughs> I told Ella I was like I mean that was the best game we played. I'm pretty sure you have to make the bean dip every game now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then I got, I got to enjoy it that was my that was my dinner when I got home uh Tuesday night uh from LA I I, I ate a leftover national championship bean dip uh was, was waiting on me when I got home they, they saved a little bit for me so that's pretty sweet I
0: love it you had a little planes trains and automobiles moment yeah yeah we didn't even talk about that now <laughs> uh, whatever we're off the rails might as well keep
1: going I yeah my flight my flight home got canceled out of Long Beach so we had like a fire drill where like I, um, they had rebooked me for like Wednesday to get home. And I was like, well, that's not going to work. So I ended up being able to get rebooked on a flight. It actually kind of worked out better for me. Cause I ended up on a direct flight to Charlotte out of LAX. That I was able to make, um, but like my sister and I had rented a car, you know, and like all this stuff. and like the weather was like horrible. I was like, I'm just going to return the car to LAX. And why don't you just take like an Uber, uh, back to long beach. So that's what we ended up doing. So. We all made it back, uh, you know, like on time. I actually got home earlier than expected because of that. So, it ended up not being horrible. Other than my sister and I had to split up a little earlier than we expected, um, but wasn't wasn't a huge deal. But I was kind of freaking out <laughs> for that little bit of time where I thought I was gonna have to stay an extra day.
0: Um, but made it. I can I can only imagine the over analysis that was happening in this moment. Oh my gosh. Okay. So no, no.
1: That's not as that's not as good as the overanalysis of my sister and I like trying to decide what to wear to the game because I like way overpacked and I had way too much stuff. And it was like, of, what should of I course wear? You did. Should I wear this or this or this? And so like, and so what we ended up doing, like, uh, which by the way, like, because you you're making fun of me with all the layers, it was cold. Like it, it was cold. I, it, was, uh, it was cold there, man. <laughs> and like I wore my red starter jacket and my sister wore my black. It's not a starter jacket, but it looks like a starter jacket. My parents got it for me a kid as a kid. They got gave it back to me a couple of years ago. They found it. Still kind of sort of fits me, because you know, clothes were huge in the 90s. Uh and so my sister wore that. So we had on like kind of like alternating starter-ish jackets. I got on a red one, she had a black one. Um <laughs> and it was it was pretty funny. It was a hit at the tailgate, though. Everyone was like, Oh, look at the brother sister.
0: <laughs> yeah, seriously. Seriously. That's it awesome. That cool. was fun. It
1: was fun. That was the most overanalyzed thing was what to wear to the game.
0: Even more so I, than a flight I wouldn't expect I wouldn't expect anything less from the wood wood family <laughs> thank you
1: thank you I appreciate I I'm, I'm taking that as a compliment
0: <laughs> it is a compliment It is a compliment she's uh, probably got years worth of red and blacks too oh
1: yeah yeah I'm I'm the I am the most ridiculous one though as far as Georgia gear paraphernalia which I know which I know Hunter appreciates hey, the fact that Hunter liked my pullover so that felt good It was um, a good
0: pullover it yeah that was a a, that was pullover. that was a pod that Christmas present so that was good Oh man, what else? What else can we talk about here? Oh, mattress Mac, we we, we didn't. Oh my didn't god! How mattress Mac lost okay. a, a lot of Mac, money on this game. He did lose a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just check it in. Just check it in on that mattress Mac conversation.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh man, we like to go off the rails. I was gonna say I don't. I'm sure. I'm sure there's something I'm. I'm thinking. I'm. I'm forgetting, but like. You know, I, I think we 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 usually do like a season a season kind of recap um, anyway. So we we can we can regroup and, and do that here in, in a little while, and then you know who knows maybe we need another victory lap.
0: I don't know. We're gonna do victory laps. We're gonna do. All right, we're gonna try to get some. We're, we're, we definitely need the we definitely need a couple of victory laps on this one on the off season. But you know, if nothing else, we'll we'll get together and talk about bourbon and just like regale and and the. And the all all that was the back to back thus far. Let's run it back back to back to back. Like might as well just like might as well just just set the set the world on fire. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll you know one thing that I I didn't mention. Uh, I feel like that we just kind of got too off the rails. But like you know TCU. Uh, I'll, I'll I'll combine two conversations. So okay. The hope that TCU had after they scored their first touchdown, like Mm -hmm. you said, you said that they were, they're so loud and they were, they had, they, they, they they traveled well or whatever. Yeah. They had a lot of hope and I'm going to connect the dots on like the SEC shorts pregame thing, which just Mm -hmm. made me so angry like sec shorts like retired hope from uga right and then for whatever reason the alabama fan that is (laughs) um that 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 runs sec shorts decided that he was going to bring back hope and and bring her into some sort of relation with with uga and i feel like that that was i don't know it made me angry and i I like to think that that anger is what manifested itself with the team um Mm. that energy was out there with the team um but um I feel like hope should have been with TCU because they, mm. they were hopeful. They were hopeful in the game. And I'll leave you with the Shawshank redemption quote. Hope is a dangerous thing. Hope can drive a man insane. I like it. And um, I feel like I feel like that hope is is what they were probably feeling in this in this moment. They had they had a Heisman trophy runner up, they had this magical season, and we just crushed our hopes and dreams like the juggernaut that we are. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Um, to pile on SEC shorts, they they go and they bring back hope in in that episode, and then there was no reference to hope in the final one uh, after in the post game, SEC shorts. So
0: yeah, no kidding. And by the way, like I, I don't know, the, the last episode, the final SEC shorts of the season was just a big womp womp to me. Uh, I'm going
1: to say, you know, to me, I, I've kind of moved on. I, I'm, I'm all in on coach 30 and, uh, Matt Mitchell, <laughs> go follow, go check out Matt Mitchell. He's on Twitter. He's on TikTok. Uh, he used to be, I think I'm I'm not sure if he was ever part of SEC shorts, but some of those other offshoots thing, they used to have like a Southern y'all or something like that. Uh, he was part of that
0: and he has his own thing now. Uh, his, his, his are a lot funnier. So I haven't he, seen, has he done one for the national championship? I haven't seen that one. Yeah, he did. Yeah, oh. my, my sister sent it to me today. It's pretty good. Oh dang! I need to I need to go check that out because I do like his. I usually like his videos. I also like the um, pre pre game. There was a um, who, who's the guy that does like the? <laughs> I know who you're talking about. Who's I, I, he's a new guy. He's a new guy. He's like like he's all season long. He's been making fun of like what teams call their mascots or whatever. Or like right. Okay, you've got to. You guys are in charge of picking the name. What do we got? Like. Hornfrogs. frogs, like, like he had the whole thing Like, I yeah. thought that was great he, it was had, amazing. He, had... he
1: actually had some good facts about the horn frog That I feel like we we kind of we, we omitted in the previous episode And that like, the horn frog, A, it's a lizard And B, it like shoots blood from its eyes Or it can, mm-hmm. it's capable of doing that um, I'm trying to find it Because I know my sister sent me something from that guy too um, Oh, it's going to bother me What was his name? Alright, Josh Mancuso That's I was about, about to say, it's like
0: a Man- Mancuso Or something like <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah, that's him. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It, it, his, 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 uh, I don't know that he's, I don't think he's in one post game. Um, but his, uh, Georgia TCU,
0: it was amazing. Yeah. I, I yeah. liked
1: it. Yeah. He's good. He's good. Ooh. Well, you know, it, it, it's pretty funny. Like, you know, when we, when we had, uh, Lamar and, and George on and, <laughs> We're talking about like that we had never picked Georgia to lose a game since the podcast started, but then we caveated like when we started it. And then George's like, You guys picked a good time to start a podcast. Uh could couldn't agree more. I mean, dude, what what a ride it's been. Uh I'm I'm still kind of in shock again, not over this game. I expected it to win this game, but just like, you know, I mean, again, I mean, we made we made we made history. We made history. Uh we made college football playoff history. Um uh, I don't know, man. Like Legendary
0: connection. Mm-hmm. Kirby I'm Smart. Just saying, I'm just saying. Stetson before, Bennett. Unbelievable. I'm just saying before my God a podcast, there were no back-to-back national championships.
1: <laughs> I mean, look, you're not lying. Here we are. <laughs> it's look it's at a, us. Uh, <laughs> my, my dad would say that's a factual fact
0: a uh, factual <laughs> fact um and 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 here's another factual fact um and, and I guess this might be a good a good place for us to jump off or whatever but yeah um like I said I could probably talk continue to talk about this for forever but um you've got one game one game we win the opener next season and Kirby smart has set the record for the most most consecutive wins at yep. UGA yep yep and frankly, you look at next season, I know we're going to talk about it. We'll have the preview and all this kind of victory lap. We'll, we'll be talking about it later, but um, that schedule sets up pretty nicely. Thanks to the SEC and all the shenanigans. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah.
1: Oh, I love it. Yeah, definitely more, more to come, more to come on that. So, uh, yeah, man. Well, I, I guess, uh, we can kind of close with, uh, just thanks to everyone who's coming along for the ride with us. Um, You know, everyone we've had on, on the show this year, over the past year, if you've come on, uh, I want to shout out Dwight as well. You know, I saw him at the tailgate we've had him on Um, and, and, you know, just, just anyone who, who's interacted with us. uh, Like (laughs) when it got to the moment where people are like tagging us and asking us to do gifts. And uh, I, I just, it's, it's, it's cool to have um, you guys be part of a community with us. Uh, never, I, I, you're talking about not being able to imagine things. Uh, you know, when we decided to do this, I don't think I could imagine that 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 those kind of things would happen. That people other than us, first off, I wouldn't have who have known that we that you would have come up with. Sorry, Carter, and that other people would have even started saying it. I don't know, like random little things like that. Um, it's just <laughs> it's been it's it's been a blast. It's been a lot of fun. So thanks for coming along on the ride,
0: on the ride with us. I feel like to a certain extent we've also like helped helped call out the the hopeful situation with, <laughs> with Kirby Smart. I'm just saying. I'm just yes. saying. Like, right. Fair, fair. <laughs> uh, Too yeah. Yeah. Man. I agree. I agree. It's 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 awesome. You know, people people talk to me about like, hey, what are you going on with the podcast and all this kind of stuff, and it's like people people don't understand like when I start telling them like how many. Yeah, how many followers, how many downloads, all those kinds of things. We, we've seen we've seen the progression and and we're very appreciative of everybody coming along this ride with us.
1: Yeah, for sure. So if you're listening right now, hopefully, hey, maybe you're on the way to the parade uh, parade Saturday. Uh, maybe yes. Maybe you're on the way there. Maybe it's after either way. Uh, if you're on the way, I hope you enjoyed the parade. If it was after, I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, past tense. So.
0: Yeah, we're 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 not able to go to the parade. We're we're heading to Tennessee for soccer this weekend. We can't I'm either. Bo- both of our kids,
1: most of our kids have have
0: stuff going on here in North Carolina, so we're not going to make it either. Enjoy it, people. Let's, Absolutely. Send, send us all the pictures. Let, let right. us live. Let us live vicariously for sure. All
1: right, man. Well, this was a fun. Uh, what a way to cap off the season, back to back, straight up incredible. And and we'll will we'll be back soon to kind of. Put a bow in the hole on the season as a whole. Yep. Absolutely. Go dogs. Go dogs.